You know, there is something so good about being right. And boy, when I tell you being right about Duke football has never been as sweet as it was Monday night. We'll talk about the upset for Clemson. Is Clemson's dynasty over? And we have a little shuffle of our power rankings. We'll talk about that here on today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. Kenton, if you can give the folks a rundown, that would be so greatly appreciated where they can find us and do all the things. Absolutely. You can find us wherever you find your uh, normal podcast in terms of um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you find and listen to your normal podcast. That's where you can find us. Uh, Folks, This is today's episode. We're going to be going over the upset of Duke or the upset of Clemson rather by Duke, because that game seemed like a a massive shifting in terms of the conference at large. And what we're looking at, as we say, you know, is the, the dynasty over and all that. Of course, we're going to look forward to that as well. But we really want to get into how this happened, why this happened, and is this an aberration more so than anything else in today's episode? thousand percent. Kenton, thank you so much for letting it play because I think folks just didn't take us seriously. Well, maybe me. I'm taking it to heart because I was I was very much all in on Duke football and yet somehow well, some way. Well, oh. now, wait a minute. If, if if any of you watch Locked On College Football Live, which you should, it's a great live show, two yeah. hours of this guy face. But anyway, um, I was the one who told Drake Toll to slow it down when he said he cut off his pinky toe with a rusty knife if Duke won this game. And I said, whoa, 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 hold on, big fella. Slow it down. Friday's going to be interesting for you guys. I I don't, you know, I I don't want Drake limping in with nine toes, but I told him on the show, this is not your father's Duke football team. This game will be closer than many people think, and Duke has a chance to win. And lo and behold, they won the football game. Now, was that because of my influence on you or because you actually watched the X's and O's? No, I'm a bit of a knower of ball. I'm not (laughs) sure if you're aware of this or not, but I – I knew that Clemson had a lot of question marks coming into this game. A lot of things that people presume to be answered. People presume to answer, hey, Kay Klubnik is going to step in and he's going to take this offense to a whole nother level from what they were before. And Garrett Riley's going to come in and he, he's got the last name Riley. You know, he's related to Lincoln. This thing is just going to be a whole different. I'm sorry to tell y'all this, but I had questions from the jump about what he would look like as an offensive coordinator because at TCU, he led an offense that was coached by a head coach by the name of Sonny Dykes. Now, for those of you who don't know, Sonny Dykes will always spread the ball around. He will always get the ball into the end zone. TCU was just upset by Colorado. Can anybody tell me what uh, TCU's biggest problem was in that game? I don't think it was scoring. They put up 42 points. So, you know, there's there's naturally um, – There were a lot of questions there, and I told people before the game as well that Clemson normally has two dominant defensive linemen. This year, you just got Tyler Davis as the guy that everybody knows, and everybody's like, hey, he's a freak of nature. And so, you know, I did not pick Duke. I'm not going to lie and go that far. You like like the linemen over there at Clemson more than just Tyler Davis. I think that they have potential. 
I have said high on Barrett, right? I've said all yeah, the, the linebackers, but that's not the defensive line. Okay. Yeah, those, okay. I'm very high on their linebacking core, which okay. they the game showed they played some good ball for the most part. They really did. The defense wasn't the problem. In the average college football game in 2023, you're looking at about 32 to 33 points being scored by every offense. They held Duke under that. The problem is seven points. The problem is Dabo being on the sideline telling his kicker, the trajectory needs to go up and not straight. It needs to go. Dabo, it's too late no, if you tell him on game day. It's too late, RG3, really. a freshman. He had definitely some growing pains, some key misses with his kicks. Yes, that's special. Well, they were blocked. They were blocked. Man. Okay, mm-hmm. misses, blocks, whatever you want to call them. They didn't go in. The, they didn't go through the. Up that's rank. fair. That's okay? fair. They they did not. They did um, not. Right. But the biggest problem to me, and the person who probably is just sitting back, laughing, smiling, mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. to be DJ Uyunglele because boy, if I didn't see. Some nice little sharp, quick throws. I didn't see no deep balls. Yep. I didn't see nothing, you know, to where I was like, oh, my gosh, I definitely see why they let DJ go. They've been waiting for the opportunity to give Cade this time to shine. And, yes, he had flashes during the season last year, but it certainly wasn't anything to where I said you need to give DJ the – you need to give Cade the job over DJ. It was maybe the simpleness of Clemson's offense that was stuttering – that was – what is it called? Stuttering? Stunting? Stunting DJ. It, it was stunting DJ, potentially. Stunting yes. DJ, because right. I think he had a pretty good game at Oregon State this past weekend. I'm just saying. He looked like he could do what he needed to do. Well, but Oregon State wasn't playing Dwayne Carter. So, you know, it, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I hear you. You know, you know how I feel about Duke, so I ain't even trying to be like that. All mm-hmm. I'm saying is. For somebody to tell me that DJ was the problem, the issue, and all the things. <laughs> Sorry, someone just said that we were Ashford and Simpson live. I'm crying. I don't understand the reference. You never seen Ashford and Simpson, the, the singing group? Mm-mm. You Google that because that's showing your youth right there. But okay. all right. <laughs> Google I'll, I'll it right Google now. Please Google right. it right now. That'll be my homework assignment. I can't no, Google no, no, it right no. now. We're, Google we're doing stuff. The, the image is crazy. Lord the Jesus. image is crazy. Either, either way it goes, DJ should be very excited because he knows that he is on a great path forward, never looking back. Clemson, I if I'm a Clemson fan, I'm scared. This might be the beginning of the end. You Googled it, didn't you? You Googled it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ashford and Simpson is crazy. That's crazy. That wow. Anywho. Let's get yeah. Johnny. Just let's talk about Johnny's comment here. This the shock mm-hmm. to the league. And Clemson still has to play. NC State, FSU, and Miami this season. It's not far-fetched that Clemson is definitely showing their true colors in terms of being vulnerable. Like, right. I think we now see that Clemson is a very vulnerable team. Before, it was like, you always say, you got to be beat the man to be the man. Yeah. Baby, the man got beat. And he the got man beat. Got, the man got no mast. He tapped out. He t- Anybody who knows me know, I will reference that no mast quickly because a lot of teams are front-runners. And when that thing gets ugly, they're – Ref, we tapping out. Call somebody else in. We're done. Mm-mm. Get somebody else to do it. And and that's what happened. That's what happened. That last offensive drive, it was clear that Clemson was not interested in the game anymore. They saw the fans descending. They saw the fans descending on the field, and they said, "All right, well, you know, hey, Derek Lively's over there. Maybe we we'll get his autograph or something before we head back to South Carolina." You know, Champs to cheeks is crazy, though. I'm Champs to cheeks is insane. That is insane. <laughs> um, but here's – I also want to caution everybody about this. Mm-hmm. Everybody is enjoying this. Dabo's not a likable guy. We all know this. Yeah. But 
with that being said, I'm cautioning y'all. Oh, we set them up. Relax. Do you not understand Relax. that this, this is playing I, into the script? This is. I'm, te- I'm telling all of the ACC. I'm, I'm telling all of the ACC. Relax. Relax. Don't get me wrong. Clemson has a lot of problems that look bad. They look bad. They had problems in terms of, first of all, that you have to have, if you're going to have a running game and, and that be your thing, if that's going to be you, you need to have an offensive line that is reestablishing the line of scrimmage. Their offensive line was stalemating at best and saying, well, our, our goal is going to be, if you ever seen kicking and screaming, get the ball to the Italians. And who were the Italians in this case? It was uh, Mafa and Shipley. And, and they, they did their best. Yeah. You know, Shipley with over 100 yards in, in all-purpose yards. But the reality is they, you cannot – you have to be able to finish drives. And beyond being able to finish drives, if you're going to be that team that wants to run the ball, you've got to be physical. You've got to be committed to that. You've got to hit people in the mouth. And the worst part of all, Clemson is known for their, their amazing athletes on the perimeter. They, their wide receivers were in – those boys were in stray jackets. The Duke defensive backfield had those young men in stray jackets. So DeAndre is not walking through that door. Mike Williams ain't walking through that door. No, they are not. They are not walking through that door. <laughs> Amari Rogers ain't even walking through that door. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you though that the uh, Williams kid number zero did look good, but everybody else in that receiving core, somebody's got to get open. Somebody's got to do but something. Wait, Kenton, Kenton, Kenton. Here's the problem, right? Clemson shocked us so bad. We mm-hmm. can't. Even, we didn't even give Duke their rightful praise. That's how. That's how mind blowing it is that the best team in the ACC for how many years we ain't even so, following our own script because that's so how shocking it is. You're, you're not gonna like this. You're not gonna like this. A lot of people aren't gonna like this. Duke deserves credit for winning this football game convincingly. Mm-hmm. However, I truly understand why there is both panic and people running down the hill to talk about how bad Clemson was. Because Duke did everything in their power to keep Clemson in the game. Oh, my God. They did everything in their power. And if you look at the first half alone, Duke only allowed points in this game at all because of a Jalen Calhoun muff punt that he was trying to field off a bounce inside the 15-yard line. Right, right. Now, for those of you who don't know ball well, there's a general rule. If you're fielding it in the air inside the 10, you're generally doing something wrong. If you're fielding it on a bounce inside the 15, you're generally doing something wrong. Both of those rules, well, actually, the in the air rule was fine, but the bouncing inside the the 2015, that was broken, and that's what ultimately ended up getting Clemson a touchdown immediately after fans started chanting overrated. They could have blanked Clemson. They should have blanked Clemson. They should have blanked them. But, and then you go beyond that and you say, well, you know, the, other than that, Duke played a really clean game. Did they? They had an a unforced fumble on a bad mesh at the end of the first half when they were supposed to take the lead. They're down six to seven. They're driving, execute a perfect two-minute drill to march that thing on down in the field goal position to where they're at least going to walk away with three. And then they completely un- – something that Clemson's defense, even if you're playing against air, if you mess up the mesh, you mess up the mesh. That's just what happened. And a fumble pops out, Clemson recovers. So as much as I want to give Duke credit and say, hey, they played a clean game, they played a wonderful game. Absolutely not. There were the multiple problem. 
a thousand percent. But here's the problem, right? I think Duke sort of showed that they're not quite there yet. But how bad is it for Clemson that they're still not quite there yet and s- still beat them handedly? Like that's yeah, the scary yeah. part. And, let's, and talk, let's talk about that in here in just a second. But I want to remind our friends about our bird dogs. They make you look good. They have stretched khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dogs shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. Their weight, the they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs are functional for any occasion, golf day, evening out, pool, workout, lounging, whatever you desire. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Kenton Gibbs and I talking through Duke's stunning win against Clemson last night to cap off an excellent week one for ACC football. And for those of you who have been paying any sort of attention to ACC football, it's anybody's game at this point. Because, listen, if Clemson, the person, the team that has been dominating for year in and year out, the ones that we say look shaky, but they're still able to pull out wins, you know, you can only be so mad at them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now that you did it and you did it handedly, it's time. It's t- it's time to consider that the Clemson dynasty is over and there it's for the taking. Anybody anybody can get it conference. Again, I'm I'm cautioning everybody. No, no. Beware. No. Beware. And here's the We're thing. We're feeding Any, into the Clemson script. Anybody who knows me knows. So here's a fun fact about me. No matter, and this is my solemn promise to you all, no matter how big I get in sports journalism, no matter how many shows I get on, no matter who wants me to do what, I will never vote for a top 25 inside of week four. I just don't do that. That's not mm-hmm. something I do because we don't have a big enough sample size. We're going off speculation from last season. And last season's guys, some of them are going to be in the NFL. Some of them are going to be graduated. Some of them are going to be transferred to other schools, whatever the case may be. I'm not comfortable. So we should have done away with rankings until week four. I Yeah, that's something that I believe. But I mean, you know, it's too much money in it now and too much, you know, people got to have something to talk about 24-7. But um, I'll tell you this. This could be a moment where we look at, and this isn't the beginning of the end, but this would be a domino that if Clemson does, you know, prove themselves to be mm, slightly above average, just good this year, this will be one of those big dominoes that we look at in terms of all the things that led up to this saying like, Hey, this is not, this was not the Clemson. That we Here's the thing, Ken. Here's the thing. And this is why I'm very excited. And I almost borderline definitely need your apology from you because you were so hell bent on dog in the coastal and so hell bent on doing oh away God. with divisions and like, Oh, the coastal teams can't play with the Atlantic teams and blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, divisionless ACC is pretty damn cool. And last night proved it. I'm so excited. Don't ever bring divisions back. Light the fires, kick the tires, big daddy, let's ride. So did did Louisville beating Georgia Tech, did that confirm that the Atlantic is just the like years ahead? The best team in the Atlantic who has been dominating the Atlantic for years. Gets they beat have by one, arguably one of the worst teams in the Coastal. A nine-win team last year is one of the worst one, teams in the Coastal. That's one, one year. One year. I'm sorry, but Cutcliffe ain't walking those sidelines no more. 
Danny but Dobbs ain't there no more. You just can't apologize. It's okay. Listen, I will you just admit can't this. Apologize. You, I will you admit can't this. admit that you talked about the Coast team with Dirty Dogs. Oh, can I absolutely you? did. I okay. absolutely did. I absolutely, I'll absolutely hold that. But you can't say that when the team that put on for the ACC in the biggest way is an Atlantic team. When we talk about Atlantic Coastal matchups in week one, I believe it's about even so far. And then beyond that, again, I'm looking at this thing from a totality standpoint. I just said I don't in the totality. Sorry, I just said I don't do rankings in the top 25 around the nation before week four. And now you want me to come back and say, hey, Coastal. I Hey, friends. I know that y'all lost eight straight or eight of the last nine um, ACC champions. So I know y'all did. But I apologize for saying that y'all didn't belong here. Oh, and I know that all of those ACC championship games, a majority of them had a, a point spread that was double digits. But I'm sorry for saying that y'all weren't as good as the, the Atlantic. I'm sorry. This one game where one team beat another one team means that you all, despite the evidence to the contrary, that is a decade, maybe even longer running, shows us one thing. This one game changed it all. This is like Jesus dying upon the cross. It washed it away. Now I see why Riley Leonard kept going into the press conference saying God is good and so is our defense. Because that must have been that that must have been the big man dying upon the cross all over again. Because he just absolved the, the coastal of all their sins, according to Candace Cooper. That's not how this thing works. I'm sorry. Pitt literally won the ACC two years ago. So oh, okay. All, who won it after that? On down. Who, who won it after on down. Who won it before that? I don't. I don't need help. Year before that. Let me let me get my point out because you didn't talk for three minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't I'm need sorry. help. My Thank bad. you so much. Thank my you bad. so much. And your condescending my, apology. My at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Duke mm-hmm. football, the one that everyone told me that can I can't believe you made that take. I cannot believe you said that. I cannot believe you did all the things. Duke football took down Goliath. Something FSU couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Something NC State did want popped off one. Oh, Check. okay. I get. Oh, okay. I get. Uh, pay attention, real close. All right now. All right. All right now. Okay. Just make sure we're clear. Mm-hmm. Something in the past recent years, mm-hmm. Louisville couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Boston College damn sure couldn't do. Yes, Syracuse tried a couple times. Boston College can't take down NIU. Don't even bring them in this conversation. Lead them out this conversation. What, what are All we doing? All I'm saying is, they took down the head honcho. Yes. And now it's fair play. It's anybody's game. The best teams are going to be whoever is standing at the end. And that's what I'm enjoying right now about ACC football. That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and just a quick question, Candace. I, I wanna I wanna ask a question of if you know who this uh this person is. And um if you do, I please hate when you quiz me. I really do because you already know. Like everybody's well, you should. football savant. I really you didn't know Ashford and Simpson, so go ahead. Do you know who Blake James is? See, that's ridiculous. The tennis player? No, Blake James is the athletic director at Boston College. He's gonna be oh, using LinkedIn jobs. He's gonna be he's gonna be posting on LinkedIn jobs pretty soon here. Maybe you want everybody to be on LinkedIn. He's looking for a head coach. I'm trying to listen, I'm trying to help our sponsors out, okay? They, they he's about to be on LinkedIn jobs saying looking for a head coach, experience in winning, running the ball beating group of five teams and UConn. That's what he's about to do. And you bring in Boston College into this. Well, what is that about? What is that about? Come on now. We're not sitting up here talking about, oh, well, you know, that Virginia team got thrashed like no other. They were the only ACC team in week one to lose to an SEC team. Oh, that old Coastal, they just, they, they, they just, oh, I don't know. 
You know what I mean? I, all right, listen, Papa. All right, Papa. I'll give you, it down. I'll give you your got. I'll give you your credit. Thank I'll give you your credit. You you did, you know. The, you talked all that. All I'm saying is you talked all that junk about the coastal, and I need you to pipe it on down. Because now what I'm telling you is it's anybody can get it. Anybody can get it. And I think that's what makes it very exciting about the ACC right now. Because as a whole, we can come together as a unit. People talk so much junk about our conference. People talk so much junk about, you know, where we were going to land yeah, and if we yeah. were going to exist. And, like, listen, be all the shenanigans about what we can't, what we cannot control. Let's come control. back together as a conference. Let's come back Hello. together as a conference right now. Well, what, what we're back. saying is it's very exciting times because at first I was a little nervous, very shaky. Yeah. It was yeah. thought it was going to be Clemson and everybody else. Thought it was going to mm -hmm. be FSU and Clemson kind of battling it out. Then North Carolina decided they wanted to have a good defense. Duke decided yeah. they wanted to do a little upset. Pitt decided, hey, we got a new quarterback. We're ready to go. Yeah. Anybody yeah. can get it. I, I'll, I'll say this is again is week one and I'm not just talking about Clemson Don't because there are multiple right. teams there are multiple teams that everybody's running down the hill to say oh they're terrible or they're good there's there were people talking about oh Georgia Tech is just what we thought they were and I'm like what this we we've seen Georgia Tech at their worst baby this ain't it this ain't that they did they piss down their leg in that second half absolutely this is not Georgia Tech at their worst this is not it We've seen people already crowning Louisville. We've seen people saying, oh, NC State's going to be terrible. They're the worst team in the triangle by a mile. Da, 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 da. Sure, you go ahead, drop all your takes now. Throw all your stones now. But I want to remind you all of something. Last year, week one, there were a lot of bad takes. Texas was back last year, week one. Last year, week one, Anthony Richardson was going to win the Heisman. Last year, week one. That last year, week one, there were lots of things going on. Utah was the worst thing smoking. Ain't no way they go back to the Pac-12 championship and let alone win it, it. win it, That's Utah it. win it. And what happened? All of a sudden, they end up back there. Winning. That's very much fair. I'll give you that. But all I know is at the end of the day, we're excited that there's positives towards ACC football. Now, get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash college and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. And FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. We're rocking and rolling. We're talking through Duke's stunning win, Clemson's dynasty potentially over. But more importantly than that, we're excited about ACC and the rankings that we have upon us here. So we don't want to keep you guys waiting. We know that you have been anticipating about who is going to be the top dog and all the things and who's at the bottom of the list. But before I get into it, remind you that we have fan polls. So we made sure that you guys have locked that in because of the Monday, the schedule got a little bit, you know, back one day. So we want to make sure that we get that in. So tomorrow we're going to let you know how you guys fared as we prep and get ready for what will be a very exciting weekend, a week two of ACC football. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. FSU, the number one team for the ACC. Pretty straightforward. Something Great job against LSU. Looked real good. Yeah. Moments where, I'm sorry, Ken, I don't know if you read the comments about the FSU game, but they on your head about Jordan Travis. I just want to let you know. I, I don't care. That man made multiple plays that if you're playing against a better defense, that game looks extremely different. Extremely. Yeah. You, you ain't lying. Number two, 
UNC, North Carolina, defense decided they want to show up. Can they show up consistently? They'll have a good matchup against App State. They need to get that lick back. So I'm hoping they hold them to about two scores at that. You know, I, I was I was fine with Duke or UNC going to number two here. Uh, both put on spectacular performances in week one, and both had really addressed some of the questions about them, right? The question about UNC, defense, 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 what can they do? Well, here's what they can do, negative rushing yards allowed. What, what can they do? Eight sacks. What can they do? Make Spencer Rattler look just – I mean – he looked like oh he looked like Oklahoma Spencer Rattler at times. It, it was yeah. just downright nasty. So yeah. you know they did what they're supposed to do. Agreed. Number three, we have Duke. The Duke Blue Devils, rightfully so, have earned their keep. Played both sides of the ball well. Riley Leonard looked like a stud. You suck is what his mom tells him, but he did not suck last night, and the defense definitely helped. There are still things to work on, as you mentioned, right? I think there was a lot of three and outs that if they had kind of calmed their emotions down were probably avoidable, but good lessons to learn as we move forward from that one. Yeah, I'm not looking at the uh, the the offensive, the times that their offense couldn't get it going so much as the self-inflicted wounds. You yeah. cannot – you sure you can get away with Clemson game one doing some of the things that they did. Absolutely. You can't, you can't get you away with beat Clemson any other time. Like if you played Clemson nine times and played it the same way, Clemson would have figured that out. And not just Clemson, a lot of teams in ACC, you're not going to be able to give, Hey, I'm going to give you a treat ball inside the red zone. Here you go. Hey, we're going to look like we're driving to, to take the lead right before half. Actually, no, we're not take the ball back. Five trips to the red zone. Couldn't yeah. get ooh, that's tough. That's yeah, tough. That's, that's tough. Number four, Pitts. Pitts yeah. looked great, right? They were rocking and rolling. They did what they needed to do. It still looked like a very strong team. We'll like to see them up against, you know, a little more challenging opponent to see if they really are shaking out the way we think. But I like the metaphor. Giving the last coastal champ, the last of the Mohicans, a lot of love. And they deserve it. They deserve it. Um, again, it's early season, so it's speculation. You only, you can only play who's in front of you, and Pitt looked dominant against who was in front of him. Number five, Clemson. We don't want to knock them too far off because, you know, the script says Clemson loves nothing more than to be an underdog, per Dabo Sweeney. So if you write them off, they were number, when they were number tw- ranked number 12, they ended up going to the national championship game. Ranked number nine, now they're number 25. This is, this is their swan song of, like, nobody believed in us. Everyone wrote us off. All I'm saying is the big man is getting them back for blaspheme and saying that the program was built in God's name, image, and likeness. He's he's getting them back. He said, I'm going to get my lick back. You ain't going to use my name all willy-nilly like this. Y'all ain't been right since that. No, but seriously, um, this is a situation where, you know, they look terrible, flat out. They look terrible. You you cannot have a kicking game that you can't trust to hit a chip shot. You cannot have a, a team that will not compete till the end. You cannot have a team that – you have a quarterback that everybody's screaming and random raving about, and yet y'all can't push the ball deep at all. Yeah, you're you know, five is generous, but we're giving you five because you we still know, you know, you're still the champs. The championship still goes through the ACC championship, still goes through Clemson, South Carolina for the time being. Number six, NC State. We fought about that one yeah. in the back at the back of the house, but we're gonna let that one ride. NC State is another one of those teams. You cannot do what they did against uh, against UConn again. You can't. With I would have loved to put them much higher. I you can't. You can't. You know I why? I would love to put them lower, but you know it's a show. We're we're but at, at the end of the day, you cannot look at that team and say, "Hey, 
I'm not concerned about your tackles getting, you know, beat like they stole something by UConn's D-line. Don't get me wrong. UConn's D-line is a lot better than most people think it is. It's much more experienced, many more playmakers than people think, a lot more depth. But you, that's the third, maybe fourth best defensive line NC State will see. And this week, they have a huge test coming in, a massive test rolling in in Notre Dame. So we'll see who they are. We'll see if they get knocked way down below base gyrants canes or whether or not they hold still or rise up a little bit. We'll see. Well, speaking of number seven, Miami is right there. They didn't really play anybody in Miami of Ohio. That's why we put them where they, we did. But we still have confidence. And listen, the Texas A&M game is going to tell us everything we need to know. They're a top five program. They're a top five of the power rankings if they beat Texas A&M. Again, everybody wants us to, to run down the hill and, and praise teams or criticize teams and call them the worst thing in the world. It's week one. It's week one. We'll see. We, in the words of, of the, the light-skinned Canadian boy, I got high hopes for you fellas. We're going to see, okay? That's for everybody. So Miami, Miami that's where you are right now. <laughs> Number eight, Louisville, which strong win against Georgia Tech. I'm not going to take that away from you. Don't think you're better than the, the teams we've listed above yet. Yeah, I, I'd agree to that. Um, you know, this was a game which I really feel like, yes, you know, there's a difference between you winning a game and another team losing a game. And it seemed like Georgia Tech did everything they could to lose this game down the stretch. As much as you want to believe in Key, as much as you want to say like, oh, man, he, he motivates you to run through a wall. This team, you we know that this is better than when the last regime was in there. But this team still has a lot of work to do. Um, and so, you know, Louisville barely beating them is, is a moment where you're like, hey, that, that took a lot. And that's why we have Georgia Tech at number nine. There's still, you know, improvements to be made. Number 10, Wake Forest, feeling like, you know, a good good one out the gate against Elon, did what you needed to do, but that was a win that you were supposed to have, right? Absolutely. So there's that. Number 11, Syracuse dominated Colgate, but who yeah. doesn't dominate Colgate, you know? Yeah. Let's see them. I'm proud of that defense for holding strong. Good for, you know, Garrett Sherry looking healthy and all the things. Now come up against an opponent. You know, ranks might increase. Number 11, 12. Yes, 12. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech beat ODU in a game that was, you know, they, they controlled it for the most part. It wasn't too much of a, oh, my God, what's going on? What's going to happen? Is ODU going to upset them again? Like I said, the team with Ali Jennings was going to win that football game. And who caught two touchdowns in that pass? None other than Mr. Jennings. That is, you know, the the, the official Ali Jennings bowl, and he showed up. thousand percent. UVA at number 13. They tried hard. Okay. They got they got a moral victory. And I think this weekend is going to be even tougher because they're going to do the whole, you know, commemorative stuff. And I just I'm ready for these two games to go away so we can play football for them. I'll tell you this. That defense showed some promise. Yeah. That defense showed some promise. They went out there and they battled and they battled and they battled and Hypel and, and Bazooka Joe and that high powered offense. It took them some time. Yeah. To 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 do anything there. So you know, hats off to them, but as a team that's saying, hey, just playing a game is a victory, it's yeah, tough. It's that's, tough. that's a tough one. To end the group, Boston College at number 14, it's challenging. <laughs> Jeff Halfley, he better, better show something. And I mean something. He better have a new starter, I know that. Or else he going to be out that door. He ain't going to make it to three games. He's not. Um. 
Castellanos breathed life into this team. He did. That's your QB one. Jeff, Jeff, Jeffrey, Jethro. Can we can we make some eye contact right now, friend? That's your QB one. Don't play with it. That's your guy. But with that being said, you lose to a group of five team. You get bottom of the conference ranking. You struggle to run the ball against a group of five team when the offensive line is supposed to be this new and improved that we're back to Boston College football. And they may know you. I know what the Eagles look like. I know when they had Andre Williams and them thighs so thick he couldn't wear jeans. I know what that offensive line is supposed to look like. That ain't it. 100% agree there. Those are our power rankings. You let us know what your power rankings are. Can't wait to hear the feedback in YouTube. If you haven't checked out Kenton's instant reaction from the Duke-Clemson game, you're doing yourself a disservice. We always appreciate when fans talk to us because we certainly talk back. We have a lot more to give to you guys. Like we said, we're going to reveal your week two polls. We're going to go over just where you voted so we can keep our running tally because right now y'all are ahead of us. Right, we're all we all took the L. We all thought Clemson was gonna pull it off last night. So it's eight and four, eight and four, nine and three. Fans have nine and three. So I love it. I love the energy. Let's keep up the momentum. Let's keep all the hype going. Final thoughts, Kenton. Uh, I, you know, it's week one. Congratulations, to Duke. Congratulations to Duke. That's a hell of a win. Hell of a ball game there. It's still week one. There's still a lot of ball to play for everybody. I know that you think your team is the best thing in the world and everybody else is the worst right now. Most of you played FCS teams. Yeah, you did. You did. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep our eyes posted. And based on what happens throughout the season, we'll adjust those power rankings. We promise. <laughs> for Candace Cooper and Kenzie Gibbs, we hope we see you guys tomorrow. Until next time. <laughs>